We are about to jump into our program. For those of you who may be new, welcome to those of you who are joining us in our show chat room. And those of you who are here in our call query, thank you, thank you for being here. Hello, guests, too. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you, wherever you're listening from. If you would like to participate in our discussion today, you will have to log in under a regular screen name and not a guest. If you would like to join us online, our number is 646-478-4726. Press the number 1 to let me know that you would like to be on air for today's discussion. Again, thank you so much. And welcome to each and every one of you. For those of you who may be joining us for the first time, let me give you a little rundown of how our show flows. I will start off as we're doing with our greetings and salutations and some brief announcements, and then we'll go into our stress relief and release session. That is where I ask that you are in a lying or seated position because our eyes will be closed for our breathing exercises. So again, no one should be standing for this, and then we'll jump into today's program. Good afternoon, Simon. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Glad to see you again. Let's get started, everyone. Oh, and before uh, we continue, I'll give everyone a chance to get situated in your lying or seated position for our breathing exercises. Uh, Just a few quick announcements. Finally, we have our analytics over up and running again. So our um, listenership stats for the past seven days, 41.30% females, 58.70% male. So do not believe or think for one minute that this show is just for women because it is not. I have said this before that some of my largest listenership are males. Maybe it's because they like my voice. Maybe it's because they like what I'm saying. Maybe it's because I let everyone know that this is not a man-bashing session ever. Because the person who caused me misery and strife was, one, a family member. Secondly, was my now ex-husband. And he is not the man that I meet tomorrow or the day after or someone that I know already. So we need to understand that and stop making every male or female in our lives pay for the mistakes and the dirty deeds of others. Okay, so with that said, we're going to restart our meditation music, and let's get into our breathing exercises for today. Then I'll finish up with our stats. Lying or seated position, eyes closed. Let's start our breathing. Inhale. Now exhale slowly. Just allow my voice to guide you today. Uh, This may be a shortened version of the show. It depends on, you know, when the conversation starts to fizzle out and uh, we are ready to move on. I know so many of you are preparing to go to your houses of worship. So I promise you, I will not keep you very long today. Unless we get a caller or someone who starts a serious conversation, and then uh, we will take it through the entire two hours, probably. But other than that, this will probably be an abbreviated show, but uh, let's see how that goes. So let's continue that breathing. Let's inhale. Now exhale. Inhale one more time. Now exhale. Inhale. Now exhale. Let it all go. Stop carrying around so many burdens that are not yours to carry anymore. If you have any ounce of faith, believe you me, when you let things go that are out of your hands, things will start to change. If nothing more than your health and well-being, when you start to feel better, when you figure out that there are some things that you cannot control. You cannot fix. 
You cannot make happy. You cannot make feel better. You cannot do so many things. I need you all to understand this. When we do our stress relief and release, it's so that we can let go of all of the things that we just cannot fix by ourselves. And until help comes along, we will not be able to make that change in that direction. So let's let it all go. Not saying to totally dismiss it or dismiss it totally, but I need you to understand that um, there's just some things that are out of our control, so we need to learn how to let it go. That's why we start every program with our stress relief and release exercises. I see that we're having problems with the show chat room. If you have been disconnected, just refresh your browser. It should bring you back into the chat room. Uh, If it does not, I will try to restart um, a new chat room, but continue to refresh your browser until you see that you are back into the regular stream. Okay. So let's jump into today's program. We are continuing our journey down the Know Thy Worth series for 2017. We are still on course to get our lives in order, to get to go into the new year with a new outlook and higher expectations. And when I say higher expectations, we have to have those for ourselves before we can have them for anyone else. Oh, and to uh, continue with our stats for the last uh, seven days, shout out to the United States of America, the United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, Brazil, and our honorable mentions for this week are Spain and the Philippines. These were the highest um, ranking listenership for the past seven days. Uh, Canada, I really do need to come and visit you. In the UK, of course. In the US, I'm already here. So if you'd like for me to come and visit you, please reach out to me. We can make that happen. I would love to come and visit your neck of the woods so that we can have a nice chat about life and everything that we need to be able to heal and lead a productive, healthy, and happy life. Those of you, I'm going to redo the chat room and restart one to see if that will help uh, everyone get back in. So give me a few moments for that while we attempt to start our program because it seems like once again the chat room is not being very uh, respectful today. So we're going to press onward and upward regardless. So I'm just opening up a brand new chat room uh, so you can refresh your browser and it should take you back in to the new chat room. It is open and running. Just do a refresh and it should bring you into the new chat room. So today is all about the proud procrastinators. You can't be uh, ashamed of being a procrastinator because if you were, you would make changes to stop being, well, a procrastinator. Are you still telling yourself you will get it done or say what is on your mind tomorrow? Yet tomorrow never comes. Stop putting things off, okay? Before you discover there is no more time left for you to brush off. Let me say this again. I need you to stop putting things off. Before you discover there's no more time left for you to brush off. This is the last few weeks of 27. We need to We need to clear up 
our to-do list. Get your broom and dustpan. It's time to sweep. Let me say that again. We need to clean up our to-do list. So it's time to get your broom and dustpan because we are about to start sweeping. Each and every week, it seems that so many people who have been in my family, in my camp, or whatever you want to say, I don't use tribe because everybody and their brother uses that, and I'm not everybody and their brother. So therefore, in our family, I like to call us a family. Sometimes we can be dysfunctional. Sometimes we can have wayward family members that stop by or join in. The, the thing is that we're still a family. Sometimes we have to let some family members go. Sometimes we just need to, (coughs) excuse me, sometimes we need to walk away for a little while. Sometimes it's for a reason, a season. It's always for a reason. Sometimes it's for a season or a lifetime. So today... We want to talk about the things that we need to stop procrastinating about. For some of us, it's time for us to make that move. When I say make that move, out of a bad relationship, out of a bad job, out of a um, bad situation, whatever it is, if you're doing things that are unhealthy, that are affecting your health and tearing down your health, and taking away years off of your life, you need to get ready to move. You need to get ready to make that change, to get healthy, to take care of you, to move towards being the best person that you can be. You need to make that move. And so many of us, we always have a problem for every single solution that someone may give you. I'm not talking about the inexperienced experts that know how to fix everything that's wrong in your life but have no clue about fixing or identifying the issues in theirs. We are not talking about those people. This is me, C. Maria, talking to you today. I need you to understand this. This is C. Maria, me, talking to you today. I'm not the inexperienced expert. I am the person who society has deemed as an expert. So let me tell you something. This week's inspiration comes from Ecclesiastes 7.8. Better is the end of a thing than its beginning. And the patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. Let me say that again. Better is the end of a thing than its beginning. And the patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. So I'm telling you this, telling you this right now. When I say move, and when I'm talking about this topic today, that doesn't mean jump up and do things without a plan. That does not mean jump up and do things without preparing. We have to have an active plan that we can move towards. We have to have that thing in place where we have contingencies and the what-ifs and all of these things that we need to know about and to be prepared for before we can move forward, okay, where you won't ask for help, where you have actually convinced yourself that other people don't know what you're going through. One thing about humans, they're nosy. That's number one. Most humans are nosy. They know more about your business or the gossip about your business than they know about their own personal lives. I was talking to someone the other day, and they were talking about the fact that 
There are some people who confide in other people, and suddenly those people telling those other people their business and things like this, it happens all the time. And I realize that sometimes we have put ourselves in that place where we don't trust anyone. We would rather keep our business to ourselves. But some of us, we can't do this alone. I know I can't do everything alone. I know that I need help. And over in our chat room, Simon uh, commented, sounds like someone uh, he knows, full of advice, but his life has been pretty much at a standstill for 10 years. For 10 years, ladies and gentlemen, boys and 10 years, that's a decade. And some of you, you're still thinking, well, you know, well, I can't do this, and I don't know what to do for people, and I try to help other people, and, you know, yeah, I've let my life go. Let me tell you something. You cannot help anyone else until you've helped yourself. Let me say that again. You cannot help anyone else unless you have taken the time to help yourself. Pouring from an empty cup. What are you pouring if your cup is empty? So many of us, we want to live in this bubble where I don't want people to know my business. I've heard it my entire life. I want people in my business. People are already in your business. And secondly, in order for us to do what we were put on this earth to do, which is to help one another, to help another, to lift up someone else, we have to share our stories. We can't share the stories of someone else. We cannot do anything. I use this scenario all the time. When I was sick back in um, 2013, the doctors were telling me all about why I should not have been living, breathing, and talking to them because everything that they were told in medical school, I was going against the grain. And maybe it's why I don't get sick a lot now. I don't get anything unless I get a major life-threatening illness, seems like. But I don't catch colds. I don't catch the flu. I don't do any of those things because of my lifestyle. So to sit there with a group of doctors around me, it must have been maybe four or five of them. And they were telling me why I shouldn't be here. I'm supposed to have this. They were asking me all these questions. My body should not be in this type of shape. I should have gallstones and gallbladders and and messed up livers and, and this and that because of this, my age and all types of things. So what I've learned in life is this, that each person is unique. Each person is different. Each person may not follow what we've learned in school. Some people, their scenarios may be totally different about from what I was taught in law school. Same thing with med school. These things are just the basis. I always say that our means may be different, but the end is the same. We are here because of something. Something attracted so many of us to this program. Simon, you're in our chat room. If you could tell me what attracted you to this program. Many people say it's the name alone, Healing Through Hurt. Or it's the topic that I'm speaking about on that particular week. And then once they chime in, it becomes... Whether it's me, my persona, my voice, I don't know what it is. But a lot of people come and they stay. And our listenership has grown and grown and grown and grown over the years. And I thank each and every one of you for being here with me. Whether it be Saturday morning, motivation, Sunday morning, inspiration, healing through hurt, I talk radio, the show that started all of this. We are here for a reason, if nothing more but to socialize through a few moments in our busy lives. Some people, I'm the only socializing or conversation that they may have all day. And there are days when. You may be the only people that I'm conversing with in that day. 
I'm about to take three weeks off from work. I want to catch up on my schoolwork. I want to be well ahead of that. I want to prepare for 2018 and waking up on January 1st stating, you know, just one more year and I graduate in 2019. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm praying the good Lord keeps me moving along. It keeps me in health and everything while I'm working dual positions at my job. I'm running the nonprofit. I'm doing the talk shows. I'm trying to reach out to people to get them scheduled for programs. We have people that are contacting us from all over. We have so many. That's what the holdup is, that we, we are trying to prioritize the people who are really a great fit for our programming. I don't want to have someone here talking about, you know, um, cloud watching or something, when that has absolutely no value to our programming, unless it's something for meditation and it's part of a larger series. Again, we it's time for us to stop procrastinating, to stop um, sitting back, waiting for tomorrow that never comes. It's time for us to move. If you're in that bad situation, you have to move. You can't help someone else if you have not helped yourself first. So it's time for you to put yourself on that pedestal and take care of you. So we have to move. And for some of us, I spoke about this a few weeks ago, uh, and I'll share it again. I did a piece that was featured in several um, magazines and articles. Uh, it was called, Is Your Bed Made? How many of you get up, you run out the door in the morning, you never make your bed? Or how many of you, your bed has so much stuff on it. Right now my bed is full of things because I'm trying to switch out some clothes and other things. Um I had my, my briefcase up there because I was working, you know, lying down, calling myself relaxing, trying to work. That didn't go over very well. But usually my bed is clear and it's made every morning before I leave the home. If you stand back and look at your bed, not if you just jumped out of it, before you leave the home, look back at your bed. See what is there. If it's full of a lot of clutter, it's you, your bed is very representative of your life. It really is. Now, some things I may say people may think are gross and things, but it happens. When's the last time you've changed your linen? Some people don't feel the need to do so, just like they don't feel the need to change things in their lives. They just want to keep things just the way it is. Until there's a problem or there's an odor or it's just not feeling well anymore, they won't change the linen. They won't change anything in their lives. Some people, they try to fit on that edge of the bed because the rest of their beds are so full of clutter and things that don't need to be there. It's the same way that we try to fit into people's lives. We just try to squeeze in our little corner and be silent. These are what we are talking about today. Stop just fitting in. Stop looking at your bed. Stop looking at your home. Stop looking at your lives. Clutter, it is time for you to clean up that mess. It is time for you to get rid of the things. Some of you don't even know what's on your bed. You have kept piling things on so much, you don't even know what's underneath of all of it. That report you've been looking for could be underneath of all of the junk on your bed or somewhere else in your house in that pile. We should stop piling up things when we know that they call some people pack rats. When you start to pile and pile and pile and pile, we get all of these things, junk, that we haven't been through in years. Then we get a new pile of junk because the last pile of junk is probably higher than we are. Then the junk starts to fall. Then it starts to spread all over the floor or wherever it was. Then it falls and then it's all over the place. But then you're too busy. You don't have time to pick it up. But then you keep adding to it. And before you know it, the junk has taken over. It is the same principle in our lives when the junk takes over. Happens when your junk takes over. You have this small spot left because the junk has overpowered 
your space, your life. So we need to get up. And then some people, Sunday morning, some people, I got to go to church. I got to do this. I got to do that. I'm sure that if you need to declutter and take care of you, God will not mind you taking a day off. And some of you are up and on. Oh, Jesus, I know. You know what? Go. Do whatever. I'm here to put this information out there. What you do with it is up to you. And before we go any further, for those of you who may be new, I forgot that there may be moments of silence throughout our program. Prayerfully, hopefully it is not due to technical difficulties. These are the times that I give you to digest and reflect upon what has been discussed up to that moment. Figure out where it applies in your life or the lives of others and then if you know people who can benefit from this program, please share it because there are too many people here who are those feel-good, foo-foo, fluff-fluff gurus out here who are telling people what they want to hear. There's not enough of us out here telling people what they need to hear. I always tell you, I promise you, I will never tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. It may not be pretty. But it's what you need to hear to start on your journey to healing and taking care of you. And it is okay to put yourself first at times. Trust me when I say it is okay to put yourself first at times. It's one of those quiet moments I was just telling you about. And this is another one, because I need you all to really start to look at your lives and to see what you need to do. You need to put that plan down. You know from the time that I was very young, these are things that I wanted to do in my life. First and foremost, I wanted to be the exact opposite of everything I saw in my mom. She was abusive. People didn't care. Nobody believes anything. People believe whatever she says is the truth. She's the salt of the earth. Salt in my wounds, but salt of the earth. And one day I woke up and I said, I want to be everything that I didn't see in her. I wanted to give everything that I didn't get in her. And even though I did all of that, there are still people that blame me for things because her manipulative ways were so strong and were so um, persuasive that people just didn't care. And some people, their selective remembrance, they've just, it's okay people, my family thinks that I'm a monster and I'm the worst thing in the world. See how easy I can tell you that? Because guess what? When I'm walking by my faith and in God's life, man says, doesn't mean a thing to me. It means nothing to me. They can think what they want about me. There are people out here who are like family to me. And as far as we know, we're not connected by DNA. Because you see, family is something more than a bloodline. <laughs> yes, Simon, I try to say that a couple times throughout the shows so that people who are coming and going uh, would understand that there's nothing wrong. It's just that we're in our silent mode. So, yeah, that's what the silent time's all about. So I need you all to just jot that down and remember that I'll be back. Unless it's a major technical difficulty, I will be back. So I need you to start decluttering. I need you to put down on paper. So back to my story. So I knew that I wanted to be everything that was not in her. I wanted to love my child. I wanted to do whatever I had to do. And, you know, I've shared the story where my child was so in love with his absentee dad. Or, or, you know, I love that man to death, but I call him the deathbed daddy. And I don't know what they discussed when he found him about three years ago or so. But um, when we would go to court for child support, he'd say he didn't have money. And the judge would say, go to jail. And then he pulled a wad of money out of his pockets to pay. Um, he lived largely. He used to have a nice Jaguar car. And he was living high on the hog. But he did not want to take care of his child. And I went as far as the right to the White House at the time. And um, I didn't even know that they had a parent intercept program, a special program to find deadbeat parents. 
And in the end, he was well up there in thousands and thousands of dollars. And I understand through hearsay, of course, that my son thought that when he did pay me back, that that money should have gone to him. But what my son didn't realize was that, yes, my mother had a chance to come in and infiltrate him and, and mold him to be her child and believe her ways of thinking and to hate me because I was working double jobs most of the time and or overtime. And I had a job where my actual days off, I, we worked on the weekends too. So that, unfortunately, that let my mother poison my son's mind and back to his father. So I, when we had gone, because you go and they tell you what percentages you're supposed to pay towards the child and da-da-da-da-da, they started off with 750 a month. Well, he wouldn't pay that. Then they dropped it down to 500 a month, and he wouldn't pay that. Then they dropped it down to 250 a month, and he wouldn't pay that. Now, mind you, the court said that he's supposed to give me 750 based on our salaries and our, our you know, debts and things like that. He's supposed to give me $750 a month. So where were we? We're down to, what, 250 Wouldn't pay. Then he dropped it down to $100 a month. He would not pay. Or he would write bad checks. And then when he actually did send in real money, the county would take back what they had fronted me because this was so bad at the time. So in the end, he was down to $50, $50 a month. And he wouldn't pay. Now, mind you, that's down from 750 a month down to $50 because the court's reasoning was that maybe if we give him less, he would pay something. But I'm like, if he's supposed to be giving me $750, how is it that you think that it's fair to the child to give him $50? So I went out, especially at the holidays, and got a second job so that my son wanted for nothing. But he doesn't see it that way. I'm the worst thing in the world. Because his grandmother would give him everything that I said he couldn't have when he was acting up in school and didn't do right. My mother's exact words were, I bought it with my money. I'll keep it at my house, but that's my child, and I'll buy him what I want. So I had to move people. I had to let her go after the family members. Two family members forsake me this year, right this year. One has done it multiple times throughout my life. I let them all go, and I'm good with it. I am so good with it. I need you all to understand that sometimes we have to stop staying in bad situations. We have to learn how to move on. For the first time in my life, this is the most vocal I have been about my family situation in my life, and I'm getting better at it because I'm tired. I'm tired, and I've made the resolve that I will probably die alone without those people near me, and I'm okay with that because I'd rather have peace and be by myself or have those people who I consider family by me than those who I'm connected to allegedly by blood who think nothing of me. Don't grin in my face and try to pray for me when you're really praying against me. It's not acceptable, not in my world. Sometimes we have to make those hard moves, those hard decisions. Sometimes we have to move forward. We have to stop staying in places and around people and involved in things that are not serving us any justice or good. If they're not to help to inspire and ignite us and um, motivate us and encourage us, it's time for us to stop staying in those situations. And that brings me to my next point. Stop procrastinating and holding everything in. Speak your truth. Because the person that has been speaking to those who have harmed you and held you back and done everything wrong in this world to you, they have been speaking out against you since you took your first breath in many cases. So you need to speak your truth. Get it out and then leave it alone. Because guess what? Some people are going to be foolish enough to continue. It's easier to believe a lie than it is to believe the truth any day. 
another one of my quiet moments. Let me say that one again. It's easier to believe a lie than it is to believe the truth any day. But you speak your truth anyway. Because guess what? Someone is listening, even if that someone is God himself. Guess what? The universe hears your cries. The universe hears your pain. You can't try to talk to people who don't want to listen. But you get it out. You write it out. You speak it out. You do whatever it takes. Stop living a lie. Stop making pretend. I have so many people talk about my boo, my boo-boo, my this, my that, and your boo-boo is out there cheating on you and everything else, but so that you can say that you have somebody. You want to keep flaunting your boo-boo. Nobody cares about your boo-boo except for some little snake out there that's waiting to slither their way on in because you're talking all your personal business, trying to upplay how well your boo-boo is. Nobody cares. No real woman or man cares about that. Bottom line is I see a whole bunch of clowns living in a circus that never go home. Quiet moment today. It is another quiet moment today. I need you to understand this. Stop procrastinating. Stop putting things off for another year, another day, another minute, another second. Get to doing it. Never. This year has been a pivotal point for a lot of people. So many of my colleagues and associates have started school again. Some of them are 50, 60, 70 years old. They have gone back to school scared to death. If you don't think that I didn't, wasn't scared to death when I made that choice to start law school, and I'm like, wait a minute. I said, but it has to be for a reason because when the school called me, because I was going to start in January of this year, when they called me and they said they had one spot left and they offered it to me, and I started school on my birthday in 2016. On my birthday. So you see, I know when the universe is sending me messages, it's telling me what I need to do, how I need to do it. And all of these things, when the universe speaks to me, I listen. There's usually something there in all of it. Another quiet moment because I need you to get into gear. Let's move. Let's be on that journey before December 31st. You should stand proudly on January 1st of 2018 and say, hey, I started to move. First of all, you have to have that plan. Secondly, you have to be in that place where you're prepared to know that you're about to embark on something. I can't tell you what's going to be waiting for you on the other side of that bridge. But you have to be prepared to face it and know that you don't have to face it alone. And then from that point, from that point, you need to Tell yourself that you're better than going backwards. But we need to get things in gear and move. In our chat room, Simon uh, writes that he's in the process of applying for university again. And tomorrow he has an assessment for a math course. I'll tell you a little secret, um, Simon. When I decided to go back to school, um, I had more math courses to take. So what I did was I showed no shame in telling everyone that I took some remedial classes. And remedial, I mean um, algebra 101 or whatever it was and something else. And lo and behold, some of my math classes, I got A's and B's and didn't get any C's. I don't think I'd have to go back and look at my transcripts. But I showed no shame by taking refresher courses. Now, I don't know how that would work in the U.K. where you are, but um, 
you know, you when you have that and, and to know that I think that for most people, math is an issue for most of us. And looking back on it, I think I must have taken maybe three math courses when I was doing my undergrad degree, which is my bachelor's degree. When I did that, I took these classes and it helped out a lot. And to look back on it now, I'm so proud of myself for being humble enough to, as you did, get a tutor or go back and take some remedial courses to get me on track because I was on a mission. I had stopped procrastinating, and I decided to pick up where I left off in school and finish my degrees. I had given up school and living basically to raise my son who, you know, everything was just wrong in that world, and I've already sent him an apology. If I did something that was that wrong to him, I apologize told him that he was still my child and I love him anyway, but he's 30 plus years old. So now it's his turn to decide what type of a man he's going to be in this world. And because of my upbringing and all of the things that I experienced, I know how to turn things off. As long as my grandbaby's okay and they're fine, I don't care about how he's living his life or what he's doing because he's a grown individual now. And what he believes he's going to believe, I cannot change that. But I know that when I take my last breath for this, my second go around in this world, I know that I will go with clean hands and a good spirit and heart and know that I did the best that I can. Same way with other issues where people allege that I'm rude and I'm, I'm dismissive and I'm impatient and blah, 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 lies after lies after lies. And I had to make sure that it wasn't just me and that um, – there were certain things going on in my life where I had a bunch of legal eagles look them over and make sure that we were coming up with the same conclusions and deductions because when bad people who are doing things to you, they will lie on you in a heartbeat. This is why we must stop procrastinating because if you notice when you procrastinate, something that you did not address at that time will come back to haunt you and bite you every single time. It does not fail. It happens, people. So we need to stop procrastinating. We need to get up, get out here, speak up, stand up, move up, rise up, do whatever it takes to start to move. Uh, Simon had written earlier, a friend who's hasn't moved in 10 years, a whole decade, and then it'll be 15 years, and then it'll be 20 years, and then it'll be 25 years, and then it'll be 30 years. And before you know it, that friend is so old that they won't be able to do anything but sit back and think, I should have, would have, could have. Or better yet, could have, would have, should have. But the bottom line is simple. Don't be that person on your deathbed or close to it thinking about all of the things that you should have done when you had the chance. It's time for us to move. It's time for us to make that change. It's time for us to take care of us. It's time for us to prepare for a new year and a brand new chance to start things right. Whether you're going to, we're going to all have roadblocks and and, and um, speed bumps or flat tires or setbacks or whatever you want to call them, potholes, brick walls, whatever it is. You run into a brick wall in 2018, you better go out and find yourself somebody with a sledgehammer or a drill or whatever it is that can knock that thing down. Find a way around it or over it, and sometimes you might have to dig beneath it but you keep it moving one way or another. This is all about. That's what this is all about. I need you to understand this. That's what life is all about, moving forward, not sitting still, not being in stagnant waters. There's nothing worse than looking down on rotting wood. It is the absolute worst. If you're a forest person or people who likes nature and you go out there and you see stagnant waters and woods and pieces of wood, oh, no, 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 no. Imagine how it just eats away at your body. 
Imagine how these psychological parasites start to eat, eat away at your psyche and at your soul and your spirit, and they tear up your insides because you keep putting off things that you need to address. There's a reason why. So many people come here, and I am still in awe over the fact that so many people write to me and tell me that you're my guide through all of this. You're that person that I look to for answers. You're that person who I need to hear to let me know that it's going to be okay. I'm running out of words this year. This has been a taxing year for me, handling the foundation and a full-time job and school full-time and having no time for me other than when I spend with you all. This is called me time because I'm still on my healing journey as well. So we're walking this journey together. Beyond that, when I hang up, I'm back to I need to clean up my house. I need to have some breakfast very late for breakfast, but for me, being as though during the week I'm up at 3 a.m., so again, I need to have breakfast, I need to, to clean up my house and make sure the things in order, I need to do some studying. All of these things needs to be done before it's time for me to go to bed later on tonight. It's almost 9 a.m. in the morning here where I am in the U.S., over on the West Coast where California and all of that is, is what? Um, almost 6 a.m., about 6 a.m., it's like 5.53. And people get up to listen to my program. All over the world, wherever you are, you're listening. Whether it be live or whether it's in... Uh, Simon is here. I know that he's live, of course. He's in the United Kingdom, and Simon is moving. He's not procrastinating. He is getting ready to go back to school. And so many people here in the U.S. especially, many people don't like to admit it, but a lot of people will down people who are educated and this and that. It's just a waste of money. But the minute that they get the opportunity to shine on their own, many take it. It's that sense of self-satisfaction. It's that sense of betterment for one oneself. It's not about impressing anyone else. It's about going out there, doing what you want to do. This is your dream. This is your hope. This is your destiny. Don't let anyone deter you from that. Don't let anyone keep you back. Don't let anyone convince you that you should do it after the kids are grown, after this, after you get your divorce, after you get this, after you get that. Let me tell you something. If you can take one course at a time, then you take that one course. When you get into a full-fledged program, yes, you have to meet certain criteria. But when you just take a class here, class there. All of that goes on your transcript regardless. Now, you have to check whatever country you're in. You have to check how that works for your academic system. But courses, get yourself acclimated to being back in school. If that's what you choose to do. And I'm not talking about, you don't have to go to a college or a university and take up medicine or bio, biometrics or, or some, some class that, you know, takes up all of your time and you really do have to have a knack for certain things. You can go to a trade school. You can take programs, uh, continued learning programs, something to keep yourself active, something to get you accustomed to moving, something to entice and inspire you to continue your journey. This is what you need to do. Stop procrastinating. Don't be proud about being that procrastinated. You can only be proud or you can be ashamed. There's no middle ground with procrastination. You do it because you choose to do it and you just don't care and or you like it. 
you can do something, even if it's sitting down at a computer and looking up schools and classes to see what you want to do. That's something. No excuse for not doing that. So many of you, I ain't got time, but you go to the to the shop, you keep your phones in your hands most of the times wherever you go. While you're getting your hair done, your nails done, you can be looking up things on the net that can help to propel you to your next level. So many of you, you can party all night. You can spend money on video games and overpriced phones that do the same thing. You press some buttons and you talk to people or you press some buttons and you text to people, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Time out to better yourself and to prepare yourself to move. You just stay in ground zero. And so many of you, if you're in your 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 30s and older, and you're still spending thousands of dollars on video game systems and this and that, if you're single and you don't have a care in the world and you can't find any place to use your money, so be it. But for most of us, we need to move on to better things. So you need to look up uh, one of my family members is a um, a tax attorney. You want to talk about. Uh, putting your taxes in order and getting your finances in order or starting a business and how to start a business properly. These are the types of people who you want to reach out to. Go to some free courses. Better yourselves. Prepare yourselves for the next level. Playtime is over, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's time to move or you're going to be left behind, period. Period. There's nothing more to discuss. So, if you'd like to reach out, let me give you my contact information first. My website is www.cmariawall.com. And our main website is thewallfoundationinc.org. Now, thewallfoundationinc.org is an IRS approved and recognized. 501c3 tax-exempt nonprofit. They are the mother company that sponsors all of our programs, both real-world and virtual. So thewallfoundationinc.org is the main website. Go there. Look at all of the things that we're doing and get involved. You can get involved right where you are. We are always looking to expand and to uh, network with people throughout the world for all types of programs that uh, encourage youth especially and those in need overall. Again, on social media, on Facebook, um, if you'd like to follow me on my professional site, it's Let's Grow with C. Maria. Over there, just look that up. You'll see my website. Please like and join there and let me know that you heard about it on the program. Um, We have several groups focused, females offering clarity, unity, and success. That is a trademarked uh, acronym for our Women in Success programs. So again, we have focus, females offering clarity, unity, and success. That is an open urban group where anything goes within reason and respect. You can post announcements about what's going on in your lives. Um, Any programs that you have or events, feel free to post them there. Uh, We have focus, females global. That group is where the movers and shakers are. Those people are not just talking about it, but they're being about it and moving forward in that. So those are ways that you can reach us over on Facebook. And wow, I forgot about wow, W-O-W-W, Women of Wisdom and Worth. That uh, is another group over there where I usually make some posts. You can come in, get your daily motivation and inspiration, and keep it moving. For those of you who are in that fast-paced life, um, stop by, see what's going on, and move on from there. Uh, Over on Google+, uh, I have the Relationship Recovery Group. Uh, Again, there's several groups by that name there. But you want the story of a good life, that is the banner there. Um, 
So you want to make sure that you're joining the correct group. Plus, you'll see me there as the admin. Uh, and as far as our Focus Females Global Group, if you're ready to become that mover and shaker, just apply there, and one of our admins will uh, approve your membership. Uh, there's also the Marathon of Hope Kingdom Movement. That group was born out of a three-day event, virtual event, that we did back in 2014, titled the Marathon of Hope Kingdom Movement. Uh, we had speakers from all over the U.S. come in, and uh, we I teamed up with other show, show hosts, and we hosted a weekend event of different speakers to come in and give us words of encouragement, motivation, and inspiration. Our number is 202-618-2556. That is the absolute best way to communicate with me uh, and our staff is through the main number. You can send a text or leave a detailed voicemail there. Trust me, your voicemails are being heard and they are being cataloged with all of the others, but know that we are a worldwide organization. We are broadcast all over the world, so we get tons and tons and tons of requests and emails. Trust me, I have heard them. I know that you are there, and I promise you as soon as we get to your name, I will reach out to you. Uh, I see that we're having problems with the um, chat room again. Uh, it has shut down, but um, Simon writes that um, at university courses, BA in art, you need a math qualification to get in. Um, that's pretty much what they do here as well, Simon. You do, if you don't have high enough grades so they can't find your transcripts or whatever, um, a lot of times they do make you take placement courses. And um, they, uh, depending on what your grades are, that tells you what classes you will be allowed to take when you start your programs at a university. And even junior college, they do that. So, yes, I understand exactly what you're saying. So I'm praying for you much success in that, but know that even if um, – Well, let's put it this way. When you get in, just keep us posted. There is a group over on Facebook that I have. It's called Books, Brains, and Beauty, but anyone is welcome to join. It is a group for older, more seasoned students, um, college students. We try to uplift and encourage one another there uh, as many times as we can. So that's another group that um, – you can also look into, and I'll be sure to invite you into that uh, group as well. Um, because each of the participants in that group are at different stages in their uh, academic careers. Um, some are starting with their uh, associate's degree. Uh, some are working on their bachelor's, master's, and doctor's degrees. So that there's the, the entire gambit is there of um, uh, more seasoned college students who can uh, help to um, encourage and motivate one another. Again, our number is 202-618-2556. Before we go, as always, I want to pray each and every one of you enough. I pray you enough sunshine to brighten your rainy days. I also pray you enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. I pray you enough smiles to turn those frowns you've been carrying around upside down. But guess what? Most of all, I pray you enough strength and courage to face whatever may be coming your way and knocking at your door from this very moment and beyond. So until next time, I'm C. Maria Wall. Continue to pay and pray it forward. Uh, I love, love, love spending my time here with you week after week. Because this is a journey that none of us should have to walk alone. And I want you to know that I'm here for you. 202-618-2556 is the best way to reach out. I have been busy getting myself prepared for um, being off for several weeks until the new year at work. Because I don't have a backup to do anything for me. So I want to be as caught up as I can be so that I'm not coming back to a firestorm of workload and, and backlog. So 
so again Thank you so much for being here. I enjoy spending this time. My mere words could never express how appreciative I am of each and every one of you. Simon, thank you as always for being here week after week. Uh, It is appreciated. I know that Eugene was out at the Janet Jackson concert last night, so I know that he's getting older. (laughs) And uh, he's probably sleeping in this morning. But to those of you who are new in our call query, thank you for being here. For those of you, the guests that I see in our chat room, um, thank you for being here as well. And thank you for sticking out uh, and staying here with us for this time. So until next time, be well, be blessed. I'm C. Maria Wall, a.k.a. the Mediating Shiro, right here at our ground zero. And when we're at ground zero, doesn't mean that we're at rock bottom. We're just on solid ground where we can gain our footage and propel ourselves to newer heights. Get ready to soar with the eagles in the new year, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. But we cannot do that if we are still pecking with the pigeons. So we have to make this change to stop being proud procrastinators and become exceptional movers and shakers. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, and I'll see you back here again next week, Lord willing, for another session of the Sunday Morning Inspiration Show. Be well, be blessed. I'll see you soon. As we begin, we will end with the Marathon of Hope Kingdom Movement Anthem and Acapella, The Way That God Loves Me. I'll see you soon. And if you need me, reach out, 202-618-2556. And for many of you, I'll see you over on social media, where we usually go after the show is over. So until then, be well, be blessed, and thank you for being here. Bye-bye, everyone. See you soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do I keep doing this to myself? Giving my heart to someone else. Who can't seem to comprehend and just pretend, just pretend to love me the way that God loves me? Oh, the way that God loves me. Why do I keep doing this to myself? Giving my heart to someone else Who can't seem to comprehend And just pretend, just pretend to love me The way that God loves me God loves me The way that God loves me But I bathed in the mind Submerged myself in the decay of the world Making bad decisions over and over again. Drenching my pillow with tears again. Thinking the void could be filled by a man. A man who blackened my eyes. Demolished my pride. As he daily belittled my self-esteem. With each raise of his hands, I had to muffle a scream. But I don't have to stay here, trapped in my pain here, my redeemed.